Are Edison short films still worth watching? Find out today on Really Old Movies. Welcome to Really Old Movies, I'm your host Harrison Scullin, and today I'll be discussing a film collection of Thomas Edison's from his film company that was released in 2013 by Flickr Alley called An Edison Album. And this collects both short films and the earliest movies ever from around the 1890s up until the 1900s. So some essential movie details. This collection contains experimental and short films from the Edison Company. And I lay them out here in chronological order, so the order they were released, not necessarily the order they are presented. The way they're presented is more in categories, and then by chronological order within that. I just decided to go fully chronological order. And there are a couple I may have missed. Uh, there were a lot of really short films, and I just couldn't keep up while watching it. I mean, I, I guess I could have looked back, but... If you want to see the full movie collection of this, you have to watch uh, the complete An Edison album, which is only available currently on uh, Canopy. That is where I watched it. All right. So with that out of the way, let's get into each of the films. And the way I decided to do this, it'd be impossible to do all five of the normal categories. I'm just going to give the overall score for all of them because there's about 23 of them. <laughs> All right, so the first one is called the Souvenir Strip of the Edison Kinetoscope with Sando, who is considered to be the world's strongest man at the time. This was released in 1894, and I gave it a 3 out of 5. It was pretty good short. Um, a lot of these up until about 1900, they're really more of like documentary style, really, really short. I mean, this is probably a 45-second clip altogether, so... There's not a whole lot you could say about it other than it's impressive that we still have the short, that it still even exists, that we even know who this guy is. All right, the next one is called the Annabelle Butterfly Dance, and there's a couple more of these within this, and uh, it's a dancer named Annabelle who's constantly doing interesting type of dance movements, and uh, this one in particular, I gave a five out of five. This is from 1894. I gave it a 5 out of 5 because it had really cool color tinting and it was really interesting. Again, another really short one, but still really cool to see the different techniques that were used. The next one is called The Barber Shop from 1894. I gave a 4 out of 5. I thought it was really cool getting an insight into what barber shops look like, especially in this era. And uh, yeah, not much else to it. I, I really liked really like that. I thought it felt pretty real and it kind of gives you an insight into life in America at that time. The next one is called the Hornbacker Murphy fight from 1894. I gave it a three out of five. Supposedly there's a longer version of this, like I want to say an hour long, like someone filmed the entire fight, but all that exists is this short, maybe two minute long segment of it. So it was a cool fight. I can't give it any higher than a three, though. I wish we could see the whole entire fight. I think it'd be really interesting. It's a boxing fight, I should say. So, yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty interesting seeing 
I was different back then. They still had gloves, but they had like mustaches and all of that. It, it looked pretty awesome, actually. If any of you have seen uh, or heard of The Art of Manliness, it looks a lot like the guy on that cover. Like that's the style of fighting they were doing, although they had boxing gloves. All right, the next one is the next Annabelle dance one. This is called Annabelle Serpentine Dance from 1895, and I gave it a 5 out of 5. Same thing, really cool techniques, and uh, I believe this one was in color as well. I thought that was really impressive that they colored it, because in those days, there was no color film. You had to physically paint and draw over every single frame. So the fact that they put that much effort into it is really impressive. That's why I gave it 5 out of 5. Next is called Feeding the Doves from 1896. I gave it four out of five. Same as the barbershop. This is more of a documentary style short where you see American life, just a, some people feeding doves. Not that not that crazy of a storyline or anything. There really isn't one. But again, interesting seeing the different lifestyle they had, you know, the different clothes they had, the different way they acted back then. Really cool that we have that insight. I mean, very short, very tiny segment, but impressive we still have it. The next one is The Kiss from 1896. I gave it a 5 out of 5. This is probably the most famous Edison short. You see it all the time in film history classes. You see it on television. I've seen this short countless times, just all over the place. And uh, it's is exactly what it is. It's a husband and wife kissing each other. That's really it. And it's in the studio that the Edison company created. So it was interesting seeing that just like a black backdrop and them kissing. That's pretty much it. All right. The next is another Annabelle dance. This one is just called the butterfly dance from 1896, a five out of five. Now, the thing about these is some of them, like in particular, this one, some speculate that this is just a, another segment from the original one from 1894, but it's really hard to tell because, um, you know, she's wearing different clothes in this one. And it looks like a little bit later on. But again, it's really hard to pinpoint a date on a lot of these. Um, just because they didn't really keep records like that back then. The next one is called Seminary Girls from 1897. I gave it a 2 out of 5. It It's a kind of a weird short. It's not very long, of course. But it's like it starts out with the, the students, these girls that are having a pillow fight. And then a teacher walks in and I, I guess it's a guy and he's dressed as a woman and then he joins in the pillow fight. It's kind of strange. I, I don't I don't really get why why they made this one. So that's why I gave it a two out of five. Not much else. All right. The next one is called Serpentine Dance by MME Bob Walter from 1897. I gave it a five out of five. Again, just like the other ones. Some speculate this may have been made at the same time. Others speculate this is a totally separate short. Regardless, still impressive. i blown away by the different techniques that they used just to even capture this. All right, the next one is called The Pack Train at Chilkoot Pass from 1898. I give a four out of five. Uh, this one has a bunch of wagons and donkeys and cowboys. And I was really intrigued by it. It was really cool to see cowboys from that era. Now, granted, the the old, or I guess the, now granted, the Wild West was pretty much over at this point. Um, but it was still really cool to see 
cowboys in action, like real cowboys, not just, you know, the ones you see in the movies. These are the real deal trying to lead this pack train through a pass. Now, I only gave it a four out of five because there's not much to it. I wish we could see more of it. Um, maybe some of the frames were lost. I don't know, but still a really cool short overall. All right, the next one is called Scene from the Elevator Ascending the Eiffel Tower from 1900. I gave a five out of five. We're now in the 20th century, and I was really impressed with this short. I, you know, at first you see the underbelly of the Eiffel Tower, and then he rides up this elevator inside of it. And it was really cool to see because the Eiffel Tower was relatively new when this short came out. So it was really impressive to see. And again, another documentary style short. I really liked it. All right, the next one is called The Panorama of the Eiffel Tower from 1900. I also give a five out of five. I believe this is from the same trip that this cameraman took. And uh, again, really impressive techniques that they use to edit together different shots of the Eiffel Tower. Really cool to give that panorama look. I really liked it. Very impressive. The next one is called The Old Maid in the Horse Car from 1901. I gave that a one out of five. I didn't like this short very much. You can't find pictures of it anywhere. It's a tough, tough bet. And again, not a very interesting short. All right, the next one is Jack and the Beanstalk from 1902. This is the first, I want to say, film on this. All the other ones before were more of narrative, non-narrative, just more documentary style. This is the first one where I feel it's like an actual story, like an actual stage play, if you will. And this is Jack and the Beanstalk from 1902. I gave a four out of five. Um, really impressive special effects. I really liked the the vines that they use to kind of pick up the house and all of that, take Jack up to the giant. Giant was just a big dude, which was kind of disappointing, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, this is a really, really impressive thing. It looked like it was built on a stage. There are no different angles or anything. We just see the whole stage, you know, no close-ups, nothing like that. But yeah, impressive film, four out of five. Next is The Life of an American Fireman from 1903. I gave it a four and a half out of five. I remember watching this in my film history class and I really liked it at the time. This time around, I didn't like it as much. I wish there was more of a narrative, more of a story to it, but it was still pretty impressive. Um, another Edwin S. Porter. He did a lot of the, the shorts coming up. A really good director here. All right, next is Skyscrapers in New York from the North River from 1903. I gave it a three out of five. Um, it wasn't that interesting. You know, sadly, the, the skyscrapers then are totally dwarfed by the ones in New York now. Um, so I guess putting that into perspective that these aren't the tallest buildings ever. When you think of skyscrapers, I think of like the Eiffel Tower. I'm sorry. I think of like the Empire State Building, but that wasn't built at this point. So their tallest ones are really short now. So it wasn't that impressive, unfortunately, for me. All right, next is another Edwin S. Porter film. This is The Uncle Tom's Cabin from 1903. I gave it a 5 out of 5. I liked this one. I was really impressed with it. And they told basically a skeletal version of the film, or of the book, I should say. It's probably a 13-minute short. Probably one of the longest on this. And... Uh, 
it was a good story. I liked it. All right, the next one is probably the most famous, other than The Kiss. Uh, the Great Train Robbery from 1903 gave a four out of five. I saw this, again, I saw this in film history class. I really liked it then. This time around, I thought the the other films I watched on this were better. Um, so I, I brought it down to a four out of five. Because again, I thought Uncle Tom's Cabin was a better film. But, you know, there's the iconic shot at the end of The Great Train Robbery with a cowboy picking up his gun and shooting it at the camera. That's been used countless other places. So, pretty famous. I liked it. Probably the first ever Western. And so it's really interesting to see. Again, these look like real cowboys and all of that. And I imagine they just hired some real guys like that and then said, okay, do this. Now do this, right? They didn't. It didn't seem like they were wearing costumes. It seemed very authentic. But yeah, that's what I thought. I gave a four out of five. All right, for the next one, we kind of jump ahead a couple years. This is called Dream of a Rare Bit Fiend from 1906. I gave it two out of five. It was an okay short. Uh, the special effects were cool and impressive that they were able to do, but it was just a creepy film. Like They looked like little devils and stuff. I, I didn't like it very much. Pretty strange. So that's why I gave it a two out of five. The next one is called How the Office Boy Saw the Ball, Ball Game for 1906. I gave a four out of five. This was one of the few comedies on it. I really liked this one. Um, you know, a boy pretends to, that his grandmother is dead. You know, he sends a note to himself. Kind of grim, but nevertheless, still pretty funny. And then he climbs on a uh, like a light post or something and he's watching the game from up there. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty fun short. Um, not much else to it, but I, I just thought it was both hilarious and kind of dark that he he said that uh, his grandmother died, so he needed to go home. But it just shows that even back then, people were trying to get out of work, I guess. <laughs> All right. The next one is called San Francisco Aftermath of an Earthquake from 1906. I gave a five out of five. Now, this is another documentary. This actually, this was filming the aftermath of that major earthquake. It was totally devastating and horrendous to see, but it was incredible that they were able to make this short and that they were able to show the devastation of that earthquake. Um, I imagine many consider this one of the first ever like news stories. Um just because this is an actual event that some people went out and filmed and then sent off to, I imagine, to like uh, newspapers and all of that to show the clips of it. But yeah, I, I really like this one. Again, devastating and really sad, but really interesting as well. The last one is called Laughing Gas from 1907. I gave it a two out of five. It was a really strange short. Uh, it's about a, a black woman who goes to the dentist he puts her on laughing gas and then she just laughs the rest of the film. And uh, eventually everyone else around her starts to laugh as well. It's kind of a strange story. Again, not that funny, really. <laughs> and uh, kind of creepy. They did close ups in this. And uh, I don't know, man, the way people laugh back then was just really creepy and really eerie. It, it felt almost like a horror film, not really a comedy. So I, I didn't like it very much. All right, so these are all the shorts from an Edison album from Flickr Alley. 
And my overall score, I just averaged all of these scores. I gave it a 3.9 out of 5, which I'll raise to a 4 out of 5. Um, great shorts. You know, some of these I I probably wouldn't recommend to people. Just because they're either not that interesting or really, really bizarre and strange. Maybe that case I should because to show how weird these shorts can be. But for the most part, I liked the longer narrative films like Great Train Robbery and Uncle Tom's Cabin. I thought those were a lot better than anything else on this. Now, you, you can only watch this on Canopy. Um, I'm glad Flickr Alley made it. I bet you could probably buy it. I haven't looked into that, but streaming wise, it is only available on Canopy. So if you want to watch it, you'll have to get that. And it's free. Like I said, you just need a library card and see if your local library uh, uses it. I imagine it does. But yeah, I overall, I had a pretty good experience with this. It reminded me a lot of my film history classes. And it was just really cool to see that even back then, we, we had a pretty solid idea of how to make films, how to make stories. All right. Well, those are my thoughts and feelings on an Edison album from 2013. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies, where I discuss details about the week's particular film. New podcast episodes will be released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and Spotify. All right, well, thank you so much for listening. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care.